passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, summer is coming, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your balls are smooth. You heard me right. Your friends at Manscaped, they're here to make sure that your beach balls are as smooth as the Floridian sand, my friends. In the summertime, you know, you want to kill some cold beers and some barbecues. Not kill the vibe with your pubes picking out of your swim trunks. That's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0. That's to keep the party in your pants, my friend, looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Four million men have trusted Manscaped. Why shouldn't you? It all starts and stops by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping if you use my promo code Bubba. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything that you need to prepare for that summer bod. Inside this package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold it all, my friends. You want to take your grooming game even further take a look at the manscape shears 2.0 in that package it has everything that you need to look pristine nail cutters tweezers grooming scissors go to manscapes.com and go crazy they got everything you potentially possibly could need get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscapes.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscaped.com this is the summer to turn your package into the full package my friend and it all starts and stops at manscapes.com Listen, I have had my Manscaped stuff now for about a year. I don't know what I would do without it. As a matter of fact, I've now got all my co-hosts on the Manscaped deal. All the male co-hosts on my show have almost everything Manscaped offers. Why wouldn't you? Reduce the risk of ingrown hairs. You reduce the risk of grooming accidents. Again, all of this craziness starts and stops at Manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba for 20% off. Bubba the Love Sponge Show, one triple eight six nine. Bubba is uh, Brett standing by? Yes, he is. He's probably in California, wouldn't you think? I don't know where he is, man. It's kind of early for California. Let me get to him right now. Hold on. Let's let the lyrics kick in a little bit. He's alive, uh, February first. Uh, at uh, Ruth Eckert Hall, right? That's and then, right. And then on the second, the night later, he is... Uh, it's going to be up in Orlando. At Universal Studios. Yeah. Doing the Mardi Gras deal. What's up, Brett? How are you, buddy? Good morning. Hey, good morning, man. How are you doing this morning? Good. Where are you at the, this morning? New York City. I was just up here doing Conan and uh, a bunch of, just doing a bunch of shows. We did Conan O'Brien and uh, Regis and Kelly and a bunch of stuff. And is he going to be on Howard? Are you going to be on Howard? Uh, you know what? We're going over to Sirius today. Yeah, you got to. You know, we work. We work for Howard and in, in, uh, on another situation. Yeah, I'm very aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's our that's our guy. You got to because Howard will get some real good stuff out of Brett Michaels. 
Yeah, no, we, I think we're going to have good times. We've, uh, we've had several discussions in the past, some rock and roll, uh, some nudity with Pamela, and other deep discussions. <laughs> yeah, I would think that rock and roll is pretty much not what Howard wants to talk about. He wants to talk about the latter, I think, a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're about a thousand percent right. <laughs> now, of which, speaking of which, you brought it up, man. Pamela is like in a downward spiral. What's going on with that, bro? You know, I honestly don't know. When I, I I'm going to go back to our 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 year and two days together. <laughs> but, uh, not that I was counting, but I'm just saying. Right. But uh, she was awesome, and I, we had an unbelievably great, funny, sexy relationship. It was, I mean, honestly, it was. It rocked. We had a fun time, and and uh, you know, all of that was kind of at the height for her. You know what I mean? The right. Right. Baywatch was at its height, and everything. And then uh, I don't know what's going on now. I mean, I saw. You know, occasionally we bump into each other or something like that, and I thought she looked okay, but maybe you could fill me in on some stuff. Well, I am personally, Brett, I think that she looks like crap. Um, is, she looking, is she looking rough? Well, well I mean, I it's think, about time she hit the wall. I mean, let's be honest. She's yeah. not exactly, you, you know, know, a spring chicken. Plus, I think she's taken her – I think she's got new and taken the old ones out about three – I think she's like on her third or fourth cycle. She just needs to make her mind up. Do I want the big ones? Do I want the naturals? Do I want the silicone willies? Do I want the saline Jones? <laughs> I don't know. You need, your, you need a chart. <laughs> we like to help women find the right size. Right. Silicone Willie, uh, saline Jones, uh, gummy bear Will. I mean, whatever. But I mean, and then she was with that Rick Solomon. Or is she still legally married? She to was. Guy? She was with him. Not with him. Now she's back with him. I mean, I mean you got to look I, at I, Brett. You got to look at Pam. I, I give up. I'm. I would just. I, I, I wish you the best. You know what I mean? You know, and as bad as she's spiraling out of control, you actually are kicking ass right now. Your show, Rock of Love, I think you guys are getting ready to do another season, or are it's in the can. It's, I think it started, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, we just kicked it. You know, when we kicked it off, um, which was amazing, we kicked it off uh, the second season on VH1 on the, uh, about a week ago. Props to and you. And it came in as their biggest debuting, uh, and this is what's great for, the, for all rockers in general, it came in as their biggest debuting uh, highest debuting show in the history of the channel, and it was amazing. And they, they literally did the first season as one of those, you know, six episode one offs was the original thought. Right. I said, just let it, just let it be me. Let it be what I do. Let's have fun. Get the girls in the house. And I said, don't script. Obviously, my acting skills are extremely limited. <laughs> so I said, don't, don't script this thing. Make it fun. Right. And I said, I think you're going to have a hit. No, I and don't. They're like. Uh, you know, you know how that goes. You know how everything is. We don't know. Everyone's wish washy, and then when it hit, they all loving you now. Well, yeah, they're like, hey, you know, they're all. The We're t- with you the whole time. Typical TV executive. <laughs> exactly. t- typical TV executive. We call that the William Moore yeah. shuffle. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the typical a typical TV executive is like, hey, listen, we don't know, mealy mouth, and then after it hits, like, man, we told you so, Brett. We we had a, we knew that if you could just wing it. it, it typical bunch of dicks. <laughs> well, actually, Brett, William Morris is working on something for us right yeah, now. Yeah, we got we got uh, Jason Hervey and Eric Bischoff and William Morris working on something for us right now. Yeah, they could do something amazing. They we years ago when I did uh, started a film company with Charlie Sheen, they were great, man, kicking it in. We were doing started with independent films, then went over to Merrimax, and they it was amazing because Scott, I, I know you know a friend of mine up at Sirius, his name is Scott Greenstein, yeah, absolutely good he's friend like, of ours. Yeah, and he's a great, great dude, and he's a friend. I mean, uh, when I say this, the good thing is um, the dirt is is I partied with all these guys throughout the years, all the execs. So the best way I found to get a show on is a lot of blackmail footage that you never release. You just let him know it exists. I wouldn't mind having some of that Greenstein footage to help me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a few of those. That's why he loves me. Yeah, hey, yeah. Let me tell you something. Talk about I love that guy, and talk about a bulldog, man. He gets his. He is. He is tenacious. He is. You don't. Scott Greenstein when it comes to negotiation. I'll tell you that right now. No, 
he is a, he's a, we've, we, he's a good guy, man. We've been, besides just being the business, is doing some things together, business ventures. He's, he's a fun dude, but you don't want to get on his bad side. No, you don't. We believe me. We got on his bad side, and now we just recently got back on his good side. Are you in good grace? And it's far better to be on his good, things go a hell of a lot more smooth when you're on his good side than you are his bad. Uh, here's where I'll help you out. I've got a few pictures he doesn't want out. <laughs> so if you need any help, just say, remember those photos Brett had? You know, you know the thing <laughs> about. Say in this hand, I have a hit show, Scott. <laughs> you know, the, the Rock of Love is great because here's Brett Michaels getting paid and having a pop culture, you know, phenomenon on something that he would do for free, which is bitches anyway. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, who came up with this concept, Brett? Did you actually pitch the show or did somebody come to you and say, hey, we want you to come on this show, all these hot chicks, and then, you know, do it again for a second season? I mean, a little did... from column A and a little from column B. We we combined both. It was it was uh, a thought that they had that they would like to do from what they had experienced uh, being out on the road with me, uh, you know, just hanging out. And they came to me with the idea. I was fairly newly single at the time, not brand new, but just getting into the single life again. And I, at first I was a little, honestly, I was a little hesitant because I have two daughters. So I was like, you know, right. it, you know, reality, I'm throwing it out there, the real truth. Mm-hmm. They can edit you to be whatever they want to be. You right. mean, you could, you could be the biggest dick in the world. They can make you great. You can be the nicest guy in the world. They can make you an idiot. Right. And so I was really, um, really very, uh, as you say, I'll, I'll use the Scott method, very strong-armed in saying, look, it has to be things I like to do, places I know, the music that I like. It's got to be rock music that I'm going to do in the solo record, the poison. Like, I know that sounds funny, but when you're going in to do these things, you you can become whatever they feel like making you become. And they said, no, this show is literally your show. If you go to the studio, we go to the studio. If you do this, if you throw a party and the girls get drunk, and, and get laid, and that's what happens. We film it, and so you it. know, and, and that's what they did. Now, out of all the girls, how, how many how many did you score with? I mean, honest to God, the whole the whole deal. Uh, let's see, including now. Be the, honest, Brett. Uh, be honest, Brett. Does that include the makeup artist or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anybody in affiliation with the show? I'm going to say I'm going to say no comment. Can I say that? That's now, that means, that means a lot. I'm going to say that I've never actually got to say that. And by, and by rock and roll terms, that means a lot. None that means everybody. None is what it means. Yes, yes, you know, you Brett, I tell you, um, there are so many imposter Brett Michaels running around here. I almost oh, got in a yeah. fight. I was at a strip club a couple months ago, and there's this guy in there claiming to be you. And, uh, and you know, obviously I'm working in the, the radio world, so I know what you look like. I've met you before, all that kind of stuff. So the manager goes, hey, is that Brett Michaels? I go, absolutely not. So I go up to the guy, and I call this guy. I end up almost getting in a, a fist fight with this guy because he's claiming to be you. And, I mean, how bad does that piss you off just because uh, some, some jackass has uh, long blonde hair and he's going around saying he's you? And how often does it happen? This hits me in many levels. Can I go through all the levels? Absolutely. It's your floor, kid. First of all, I'm hoping it wasn't my dad trying to get action. Right? <laughs> he pulls us a lot. Number That's the funny level. Then, number two, it's flattering that they care enough to do it. You know what I mean? After a right. 20-year career, it's flattering. Right. Mm-hmm. And number three, I'm not so sure it's points. I blame the guy if it helps him make if it I can help him make a move. I'm happy for him. Well, that's the thing. Right? He, you couldn't help this guy. What happens is I've been sent lawsuits. This is true from bars. I was in a fight. And the only way I could prove it, I'm like, look, 
I was in Los Angeles. I wasn't in Atlanta, Georgia that <laughs> night. Here's you literally have gone through these uh, for that exact reason. Now, so, Spice, Spice, I've been imitating uh, Don DeLuise for years, <laughs> and it's been, it's been working out quite well for me. <laughs> I mean, him and, and you've done quite well. Yeah, and, I mean, if I'm, and if, and if I'm not Don, if I'm Don DeLuise on Friday, then I'm Meatloaf on Saturday, <laughs> and it's been working out great for me. Sunday, you're Louis Anderson. You're doing the whole game. I'm, I'm Louis Anderson, Meatloaf, and Don DeLuise, and it's been working out real well for me. <laughs> Virtual cornucopia of love. Now, Brett, let me ask you a question. When you were running hard with poison, I mean hard. Yeah. You know, poison was. I mean, you know, all the chicks went crazy back in the day. And maybe even, we don't even need to go back in the day. We could take it right up to Ford Amphitheater this summer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, every year we're out and how much? And, you know, how much? How ahead. much groupie were you getting back? I mean, you know, whether we want to go back in the day or whether we want to go, you know, modern day. You know, right. when you were let's running, go, when you were running hard. Yeah, no, it, here's the thing. We, uh, truthfully, we are we are one of those bands, fortunately, from our genre, uh, you know, with the Bon Jovi Def Leppard out there playing every summer. We're just one of the few bands left that actually throws a big party after every show. I did it last time I was in Tampa. Uh, this uh, last summer at the Ford Amphitheater, I threw a big after party, um, and we all went over to the, to the Hard Rock partied our brains out, had a great time. And uh, and with that comes the fun fringe benefits. In fact, I had Brandy C. with me, I believe. Hey, hey, Ooh, from, yeah, the Brandy C. from the first show, who's who's a Florida native. And uh, we had a good time. Jericho, the wrestler, you know, yeah. all, there was a bunch of people. We probably partied till about 5 a.m. And, uh, yeah, it was a uh, good time. Brandy, what were you I, I was gonna say I was at um, uh, remember nineteen uh, it was probably ninety one at the Irvine uh, Irvine Amphitheater you guys in the Bullet Irvine Boys. Meadows yep yeah I, I went there just because I knew there was gonna be a, a ton of hot chicks there waiting to get crazy the Bullet Boys you, yeah because you guys can't get them all yeah but Brent see with Viagra see they didn't have Viagra back then but now Brett can take a Viagra hundred vi- Viagra and with with a perk a Percocet on the backside just, listen girls hold on I'm gonna reach in for a handful of goods hold on let me get, let me let me go and get a get a hundred milligram of uh, a Viagra with a couple of uh, perks, and I'm right where I need to be, kid. I went to that show. It was Poison in Southern California. It was sold out. Irvine Irvine Amphitheater. ABC was there filming it, and there was a ton of chicks there. Hey, hey Brett, are you a Viagra guy? I mean, have you ever taken it? Of course. I, I have never. And being diabetic, truthfully, honestly, I've, here's the thing that's weird, and I, I don't want to put anyone to sleep with this serious story for a moment. No, go ahead. I've had juvenile diabetes since I've been six, so, you know, four injections a day since I've been six years old. Oh, I never knew that. And, and all... The, uh, all the parts are still functioning and functioning well. I'm, I'm, I feel blessed. I feel everything's good. I'm still excited. Um, things are perking up. I've never tried it, but if I need to, I assure you I will. Now, like, I, I would have no embarrassment. I'm like, hey, I want action, and if things aren't performing if, as I need them to, I would, uh, I would take it and not even think twice about it. So it would be – but right now, fortunately, I'm knocking on wood. That uh, things are all still heading north at this point. You're knocking on wood with your wood. (laughs) I'm knocking on wood. I'm still keeping her heading in a northern direction, so that's a good day. Were you ever a big, uh, big drug guy on the road back in the day? You know what I am more than anything. I'm a. This is it. Cece took over. I think Cece and Bobby took most of the, <laughs> the say, cocaine. Yeah. They got all the. We'll call it. My dad said, "Are you guys on the white stuff?" <laughs> you never. You always called it the rock and roll. Right. Are you smoking the pot and the white stuff? Now I. I enjoy a good smoke. Right. Right. 
Got to. Uh, that is my yeah. thing. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a cool, fun partier, but I'm not a dark, I'm not a dark partier. So, you know what I mean by that? I'm not the paranoid in the back of the bus guy. Right. I'm the music cranking, maybe a little good smell in the air, uh, a little drink. You know, that's more my thing. Well, it's kind of cool to have a, you know, in, in the in the business, you've got a pretty good reputation as being like a nice guy of rock. Like, uh, you never hear any stories about, oh, Brett Michaels was such a dick when I went up to shake his hand. No, he's cool, like man. Brett just wants to have a party, man. Yeah, I want to, and that's my thing. I'm, I'm the, I, I know I say this, but I'm the Pittsburgh guy that just made it in the band. You know what I mean? I like to think I'm down to earth, but I like having a good time and trying to act cool and cocky takes up too much time and it's frankly quite boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Just being me works for me. You ever put that? You ever put a sock down your pants? To, to make yourself look bigger on stage. One may have down there. <laughs> one may have slipped down there. Do you still do it? Maybe two. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe a full athletic tube sock deal. You know, the kind of Shaquille O'Neal would wear. Like, well, you, you know, know, those rock guys, they you know, get the tight pants. The light switch off, by the time you've gotten to that point, it won't matter anyway. <laughs> See, Brett Michael says he's not one to wear like a golfer's footie. He wants to wear like a Shaquille O'Neal full knee-high kind of deal. And really look I need a knee-high circa the 70s sock. Yeah, he wants right? one to what, what make it look real saying <laughs> february 1st brett and his solo band will be at the uh at uh, ruth eckert hall uh, and poison uh, playing poison music yep. and and at, at ruth eckert hall that's that's the first the next night he's at universal studios in orlando kicking off the mardi gras thing kicking off the mardi yep. gras deal so he's gonna, gonna be gonna in florida i gotta be... tell you the the ruth eckert hall show is gonna I, it's it's just i can't explain it better that the solo show is absolutely a party we play a whole bunch of the poison songs we play the solo songs we play the the cover songs but between each of them, I get a pretty, you know, I, I tell some funny stories. It's a, it's a plugged-in, full-on live show, but I get a chance to just kind of talk with the fans, tell them some funny stories about the songs, and, and we make a virtual, just a, a rock party out of it, and that's what it's going to be that night. Now, Brent, we got a friend. You know, remember the old Brandy girl? Oh, yeah. She's not, no, she's not old. I think it was Brent. Was it Brandy M? Was I don't know. two Brandies? I don't know. No, two on the first season of Rock No, no, no. Above, this is a right? girl that Brett has never met. This girl's a oh, Tampa okay. girl, and she used to have like a website, and she's got she's got a couple tattoos and stuff, but she's real sexy. Mm-hmm. She used to be right. on our own 98 Rock show. Oh, yeah. I know you're talking about. And uh, she emailed the show uh, yesterday and said, hey, Brett Michaels is coming to town, and I got the, and she's and she's cute. She's real cute. She's like, man, I would do anything to be his little slut for the week. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of 
premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I'm like, well, you know, I'll see what I can do. I don't really know him that well, but uh, anyway. You say I know a guy that knows a guy. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Did you say I know a guy that knows a guy? No, I said I, I really don't. I, I don't really know her that well, but I can get her in, maybe possibly if Brett would want. Let's just make it happen. If if you want to meet her, I mean, she's. I she, would be. I would be honored. And she likes that kind of, you know, like the nice, a uh, nice little aroma in the air sort of thing, Brent. And she's like, you know, but she's like been bugging the hell out of me. And you and you've I, and, you, and you've seen her. She's hot. Oh yeah, she's definitely she hot. She is sexy. Oh, kinda, she is kind of alternative kind of looking. Mm, that, and, that's uh, kind of look I like. Tattoos. Oh, yeah, she's got a couple tattoos and. Uh, Anyway. Oh, me likey. Yeah. <laughs> so she like, you know, Brett, can we, we need to like get a hold of Brett's management to get a meet and greet kind of deal. We want to have a nice offering of Tampa, of Tampa whores when, 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 when Brett comes here. Now, are you still looking for whores in every city or how's that working? Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let, let me just say this. I'm going to, I'm going to become politician. We still have a great party in every city. That's, <laughs> right. the, that's the right word for me to say, right? Right. And should some festivities occur, some French benefits, a bus not pulling out till 6 a.m., that's just what happens. You ever had a chick that you, that you maybe had uh, relations with back in the day come to you and be like, you know, I think you got me pregnant or try to, uh, try to get something out of you? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we... We've had, um, yeah, in fact, I just, uh, I, I won't go too into detail, uh, but it was, uh, we just had, I, I found out or uh, through them that I had a, um, uh, a son that was uh, 18 years old, and they sent pictures and everything, and it was, uh, I was like, okay, well, let's do the test, and uh, we went through it all, and uh, it proved not to be my son. I said, if it's my son, and it, it happened that long ago on one of our first tours, I'll take full responsibility. I have two daughters. I love mm-hmm. them. And I said, hey, it was a weird moment. Like, it's happened several times, but most of it I knew was completely a lie. Right. right. You know what I mean? This one I remember being with quite a bit. Uh, and back then, just saying truthfully, there was – back then you didn't think a lot about HIV or anything like that. It was right. not a lot, a whole lot of protection. A lot of barebacking. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? You just didn't. I was a kid. That's my boy. And, you know, and I said, hey, if it's my son, I want to take responsibility. I did. And and uh, and then we got the test. Uh, you know, you go in, they do the swab and the blood and all that. And it turned out but, not to be my oh, son. You know what? That's refreshing. That's refreshing on the rock side of things because most rockers, I mean, from the stories you hear, be like, ah, oh, bitch, get out of here, see my attorney. You know, Brett Michaels, meanwhile, steps up and said, hey, you know what, let's do the tests. If it's mine, it's mine. I'm going to love the kid, pay you some back support, whatever you need. If not, you know, good luck to you. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, I feel bad for the kid. I mean, here you are, you're this close to having a rock star dad, and then they take it away from you. Yeah, next thing you know, know, you're you're, you're this close to having Brett Michaels as your dad. but Now you still don't know who your dad is. But instead, Jimmy... No, that's the weird... You guys, thank God you said that. That was what I wrote back in a sincere letter. I go, here's what I feel bad about the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is how weird I am. I was not weird, but real. I go, I feel bad for him not knowing, like, the whole time she's been telling him for 18 years, I'm the dad. And then oh, all of a sudden, man. Like, What's and he's and I old. always felt, how sad is this? I felt bad. This kid out, was going to get a cool like, dad and a payday. Oh, I mean, this before. kid went out and bought the, you know, the poison catalog and got the pictures and the whole nine yards. That's my dad. He's been telling everyone, when, when he has guys over to spend the night, hey, guess what, Jimmy? That's what? My, see that guy right there? Yeah. That's my dad. Oh, you're kidding me. Brett Michaels no, is your dad? seriously. He's my dad. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, I, you, you know, ever I'm, met him? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm fixing to, and he's my boy. <laughs> but and, you're 18. You still haven't met him? Well, no, but we're going to get the test back. It's going to be cool. And oh, I'm going to awesome. make a whole bunch of money, and I'm going to, you know, look, I look just like him. Look at him. <laughs> And instead, you know, Jimmy Jam down at the, down, at, down at the taverns, his dad. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but it's painful. But I'm laughing because it's painful. Poor kid, man. Oh, you're all hyped shit. up on, on on Brett Michaels being your dad, and next thing you know, some truck driver, you know, is, is your dad instead of Brett Michaels. That would suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't know if they'll get to the bottom of that one. It was a. Uh, it was a really. But that's on, on several occasions. It does occur, and and I'm going back. I'm going. No, I I remember what happened, and it was this, and you know, and then that one was. A blur because I, you know, uh, on many different occasions during the early part of our career, it hung out, and uh, it just didn't. Uh, it all turned out uh, good for me and very unfortunate for the son, for her son. So now, how much money? Figure that out. I don't want to bum everyone out. So, but that was no. That's a great story. Questions. It's it's the truth. How much know? money are you making on the guitar? I mean, the guitar hero thing is on fire. I know, you got, I know you got a that's song on the deal. That's for me. That's doing... Uh, oh, man. That's, they're over like a billion units sold. It's like ridiculous. I mean, you that's got to be like a paycheck that you never thought would ever come to fruition. Here you are. That's probably a seven-figure paycheck for you, Brett. Yeah, it didn't turn out too badly. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good day. And you know the beauty of Poison in the beginning? Here's the beauty of the curse that we live and the, the blessing. In the beginning of our career, we were playing all these songs, uh, catch, you know, Talk Dirty Every Rose, Nothing but a good time, and no one wanted our no one wanted our publishing. Like most bands were getting signed up by the you know they're like nah, these songs will never hit. Right. We kept every single bit of publishing, and at twenty seven million records later, not a bad day. So when you couldn't when you couldn't even think about selling your publishing for a wooden nickel, you guys said screw it, we'll keep it ourselves, and then that ended up being and that's probably why you guys are all multimillionaires because of that. You know what it was? I would have sold it for a leather jacket and a, and a new paint job on my gremlin at the time. I mean, literally. I was like, hey, at, at this point, I didn't know what the business was. I have a quick learning curve. And all of a sudden, it just everything, well, our blessing and purse were sort of mixed into the same thing. And it, it, it's, it is funny. I'm getting ready to do this um, autobiography. It's for Simon Schuster. And it comes out in October. And we'll t- get into it later. But when you read these stories, I can't explain to you. No one has ever sit down. Uh, even though everyone tells their grandiose stories, on the day we signed our poison uh, distribute not record deal, distribution deal, we were an independent band, right? 
We were sitting in a warehouse in El Segundo on the floor packing. Do you remember back in the day when you put album flats in with the album? Yep, yep. I was packing the flats into the albums, and I was thinking to myself, I'd like to punch Gene Simmons right in his kidney right now. Where are the babes that he promised me? You know, yeah. the brochure, this wasn't the brochure I read. Where's the limos? Where's the helicopters? I'm packing, eating McDonald's on the floor of a warehouse with my spandex tucked into my cowboy boots, all right? And if somebody with said, socks hey, in your drawers. And if somebody would have said, hey, Brett Michaels, I'll give you a quarter ounce of weed and a, and a couple of McDonald's coupons for your publishing rights, you would have said, how in the hell can I sign that contract fast enough? There's a good chance. <laughs> There's a good chance I would have done it. <laughs> Hey Brett, you bring up Gene Simmons. I got a, I got a question. One, um, I'm, I'm so mad. Can I just one, one, to defend Gene. One, are you a Kiss fan? And two, do you think Gene's gone too far whoring out the Kiss label? I do. Let me say this. I, I will say this, knowing Gene personally and being on tour with them over the last couple of years, going out and do stuff. He uh, backstage, I get along with Gene, unbelievable. On stage, I'm a Kiss fan. Okay. I'm a KISS fan, so I'm glad there's a lot of stuff out there. I understand that he is a straight. I don't think he's changed since the day I met him. He tells you straight up, I am a cold-hearted, hard-shooting businessman. I like that he's brutally honest about what he's going to do. In other words, he doesn't like the business. He said, listen, most musicians get He didn't allow himself to do that. So as a musician, I stand up for him, right? Is there too much product out there? Probably, but good for Gene. I I get to stand up for him for just a minute. He treated my my daughters. I've turned them on to Kiss Music and Van Halen, Aerosmith. It's what they love. He treated them great. Like he took them to the stage, brought them up on the stage with them. I mean, he. so on a personal level, it's tough for me to say that. If I was just an outsider, I'd say maybe there's too much out there. Here's the deal. As a musician, I've watched so many of my buddies from my genre end up Get screwed. with nothing. With nothing. I mean, when I say nothing, I mean nothing. We heard that. that thinking, we, we, I, so having said that, again, I hope I'm not born to... Crowd no, no, you're fine. Two things. But One, we heard that Gene Simmons will kick your ass because he's a stud. And secondly, we heard that he counts every nickel of every T-shirt of everything and that he's the one guy that settles up with the promoter. Most bands, you know, go out to the Learjet or the Truer Bus or get room service or get some whores. That Gene's there counting every wooden nickel and, 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 and strong-arming these promoters. Is that true? I, that I didn't watch. I mean, I, I don't get into that much of his business. But when we were out with them, I, I got to say this: I, uh, I, I like to work hard and play hard. I do both. So I've got a little of column A, which is I, I'm playing, I'm partying, I'm still into like on my bus. I have a studio on my bus. I've got the guitars on my bus. Um, there's a lot of friends of mine in Tampa that have partied with me many times. I could tell you the same story. At the same time, I also am capable of taking care of my business. I think he does both yeah. because I've seen him out there. Um, I, I know he doesn't drink, but I've seen him out there doing. Uh, you know, he seemed like he was having a good time in a couple of the situations. We were. Uh, uh, I won't go too far into it, but uh, we were backstage you know, with. Uh, I, I'm sure he does count it, but hey, God bless him. You know, what I mean, it's his money. I hope he gets paid. We were at the Aerosmith uh, Kiss concert here in Tampa right. year, years ago, and it was a huge mega concert, obviously with those two big acts. And we awesome, saw awesome tour. I saw a it. ton of money, and so Gene was backstage when we were hanging out with Hogan, and and him and Hogan were kind of befriending each other, talking. He goes, Gene goes, you know. Uh, Stephen Todd and those guys, you know, a bunch of ass wipes. You know, they they want to go on second. You know, so we don't care about opening up. 
it doesn't matter. The sound's the same. You know, we have the same sound text. They're not turning us down. And the bottom line is, the way I figure is, it it, it allows me to get off stage faster to be able to start counting the money. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> he goes, I'm not, instead of counting the money at 1.30 in the morning, I'm counting about 10. And I'm in bad room service taking Polaroids by midnight. And, and Paul was and Paul was telling us, he was like, ah, I have room service bef- at the hotel before, <laughs> before, before Aerosmith gets off stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's where I will. Here's the thing: my respect to them for that that that's their. You know, I say to each his own, right? My problem is, is I'm still somewhere in me is still trapped. This kid that loved music, stealing my first Leonard Skinner record. You know, I'm just saying, my Kiss albums, my collection. There's still a part of me that loves too much being around. When we were out with Kiss uh, in 2004, we did the Kiss Poison tour, and um, and I. Every night when we finished playing, every single night, they, they couldn't believe it. I was up there on the side of the stage partying, bringing some people up there, watching them play. I still, that's my one, I think my one blessing is I'm still passionate about music after the, after 21 years. God, he's still killing it, too. February 1st here in Tampa, February 2nd in Orlando. Brett Michaels, Rock of Love, obviously, on VH1 does well. Uh, we got contests here at the Bone as you can uh, go backstage and maybe uh, do all kinds of cool things with Brett. But, uh, Brett, man, thank you so much. If you see Howard in the next couple of days, please tell him that his, uh, that his, that his boys, uh, Bubba and the guys, said hi. Uh, I can't Done. thank you enough for going on. And let me, Can I put you on hold real fast, Brett? We want to send you some good stuff. <clears throat> Hey, you got it, man. And thank you, guys, and I'll see you on uh, February 1st. Thank you, Brett. Hold on one second. It's the uh, Bob of the Love Sponge.